extratime.ie. League of Ireland football is our passion. Hello and welcome to the extratime.ie sportscast. My name is Gareth O'Reilly and I should be in the director's chair for this week's edition in which our reporters speak with eight players and managers from around the League of Ireland and the Women's National League. Speaking on today's show are Dundalk duo Daryl Horgan and Kieran Kilduff, Bowes manager Keith Long and Pat Scaffer Liam Buckley. Then following the Women's National League playoff victory by Wexford Utes over Shelburne Ladies, Aaron Clark spoke with winning manager Will Doyle as well as winning players Emma Hansbury, Clara Reardon and Ruth Fahey. You can email us at extratimelive at gmail.com. Get in touch through Facebook or tweet us at Extra Time News. Daryl Horgan and Kieran Kilduff spoke with Tom O'Connor following Dundalk's two-goal win over their first division FAI Cup opponents, Shelburne, with Kilduff particularly pleased to make an earlier-than-expected return to the playing field. Tom O'Connor here with uh, Daryl Horgan following Dundalk's 2 0 win over Shelburne. Daryl, another tight game? Yeah, but maybe on the scoreline, but I think we're, we're very comfortable. You know, we uh, thought we played well. But I don't think they had any real chances. I know they set up a shape, they had a game plan, but um, I thought all in all we, we, were, we were quite good and very very confident in the game. Two serious goals. Can you talk us through your one? Um, I don't know, really. I'd have to see it back, but uh, look, I suppose it's opened up and uh, I just went for it. Yeah, and like, I went in. Like you say, look, it did open up. It was a game of very few chances. Shelburne came, like you say, with a shape, kept it very compact. It's a, it seems to be a common kind of a thread for, for teams coming here to kind of pack up shop and hope to scrape results. Is that frustrating for a creative player like yourself to play against? Is that frustrating? Yeah, in, in a sense it is. I suppose you need to look at it as a, as a challenge as well. You know, today I thought... I thought we did create actually quite a lot of chances. You know, I thought we played well. Um, you know, obviously yeah, they, they set up well and maybe in the first half limited us a bit, but I think the second half opened up and we probably could have had a couple more. Yeah, we made a couple of good saves like, yeah. and, you know, a couple of shots that would go in on another day. So, look, that happens every now and then. And uh, it, was, it was great. It was great to get the win. Just get through the next round of the cup. With Darlis and best luck in the next round. Yeah, all right. Extratime.ie. Get in touch through Facebook or tweet us at Extra Time News. League of Ireland football is our passion. Tom O'Connor here with Kieran Kilduff following uh, Dundalk's 2 0 victory over Shelburne. Uh, Kieran, good to be back. Yeah, great. Look, it was um, important for me to get on the pitch tonight and obviously to, to hit a goal and uh, you know hit a sweet strike as that. It's um, you know it's, it's a great relief and it's a great feeling of satisfaction for me because you know a lot of work went in behind the scenes with. With the medical team here and the manager in the year keeping me positive on that, and you know, I was, you know, if you told me five weeks ago I'd be coming on against Shells five weeks later, I would have been jarred off with the situation I was put in. But thankfully, I've I've healed well and touch wood, I continue to get stronger and 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 stay fit. You look very sharp in the last few minutes that you were on. Like, yeah, could have had a hat trick at some I stage. Have, like, yeah, to be honest, I probably scored my hardest chance. There <laughs> was balls uh, falling to me, and you know that's probably how I play. You know. Yeah. I, I like to be in the box and like, getting chances, and you know I, I begin to worry if I'm not getting chances. I never usually, usually mind missing. But the fans probably think differently. But uh, <laughs> no, like, once all. I'm getting chances, I don't mind. And then um, thankfully I took one tonight, and I probably could have had two more to go with it. But um, that's been critical, obviously, to come back after being out for so long with such a unique injury. It's um, as I said earlier, it's just a relief. Yeah, talk us through that strike. Yeah, not your your first sweet strike from the FAA Cup. Yeah, um, I've hit a few. Yeah, look at it. The gaffer called at me trademark there in the dressing room, and I kind of looked at him myself, thinking I think I've been generous there. But uh, 
no, he was, you know, I'd probably missed one or two before, and I remember thinking to myself, well, I'm going to get another one, and, you know, I said to Gertz and Paddy Barrett from the corner, I said, listen, I want to go across the front this time, yeah. and thankfully I got a, a yard of space, and uh, I hit it well, and it went into the, the into the net, and it was it was just a sweet feeling, and, um, you know, it was at a time as well, when the game was 1-0, you know, you just never know, it's, never that yeah. comfortable at 1-0 you know and obviously that gave us the cushion then and probably felt like we, we you know we, we sealed the game effectively and um, it was just a great relief all around I suppose look it would be nice to get back put a bit of pressure back on Dave McMillan he's been playing a lonely four up there for the last couple of weeks me and Dave look at the world, we're swinging at each other for, a year, for years yeah. going back to UCD you know um, it's great competition we have between themselves and he's been probably carrying it on his own for a while there and you know he did for the first half of last season too you know and there's been so many times I've come on and Done well when Dave started, and vice versa, he's come on for me and done yeah. well, you know. So, I think the manager's got a great balance on that, and I don't think there's any question that he gets he gets what he wants out of the boat of us somehow, you know what I mean? He, he he gets what he wants eventually. So, you know, tonight ended up being probably a night where I'll come away satisfied, but there'll be many nights that Dave had been, I think he'd three in a week to someone yeah. before the yeah. game, so, you know, there's no question there, you know, Dave's been brilliant while I've been out and, and, and for a long time from the dog. Kieran, listen, best luck for the rest Thanks of the season, all right? Sure, Bowes finally, finally, finally managed to score a goal last Friday when they hit two beyond Galway to progress through to the next round of the FAI Cup. That result, along with last Monday's Lens Senior Cup semi-final win over UCD, showed that the Gypsies may finally have turned the corner following a poor run of form of late. Aaron Clark was at the win at Dalyman Park on Friday night and spoke with manager Keith Long on his side's recent progression. Keith Long, we're here after a 2-0 victory against Galway. What's the most pleasing thing from today's performance? Yeah, we won. Um, we're in the next round of the competition and uh, we've scored a couple of goals. So it's been uh, a few weeks since that's happened. Uh, but the most important thing is that we've taken care of our business tonight. We won the game 2-0 uh, and uh, we're in the next round of the FEI Cup, which was, uh, which was important, obviously. Has the goals, not scoring goals, played a big hindrance on your side or is the fact that you're actually still creating chances being more, more of a positive than not scoring? Well, in the run that we've been on, we haven't, um, in some of the games, we haven't created as many chances as we would have liked. Um, certainly last week um, against Ligo, I thought we, it was more like us. I thought the performance was better. We did create chances, but we squandered them in equal measure. Um, you know, we do need to be a little bit more ruthless in the final third, uh, creating chances with our final pass. Uh, with our deliveries into the box, and also then, uh, you know, our composure in front of goal needs to be it needs to be better. But um, you know, we got the first goal tonight, a well taken goal by Paddy Kavanagh. Um, possibly could have got another goal before half time, but we go in one nil at half time, and you know, a well worked free kick routine leads to the penalty, and Mark Quigley, you know, an experienced player, takes it really well. So uh, we've won the game two nil tonight, and that's the most important thing. Especially in the first half, your wingers were very impressive. Paddy Cavanagh before he came off, and Eamon Ben Mohammed, they were getting up and down the flanks. Despite at times some crosses weren't actually finding a teammate. The fact that they were getting balls into the box and they were willing to burst and go to get up in the wing must have been pleasing. Yeah, they unsettled the Galway back four with the delivery into the box. Yeah, it wasn't always clean, but um, it gives defenders questions to answer. And uh, we got a goal from across into the box with Squirm to Paddy at the edge of the box, who took it really well. So, um, yeah, in the final third, we need to execute better. We need to deliver. And uh, our white players done that, certainly in the first half. Just going back to the penalty, was that something the move for, that won the penalty? Was that something you have worked on in training? Yeah, but if... Uh, yeah, it is. You know, so... Um, it's something that 
you, know, you may get the opportunity maybe once in the game to, to, to work it. Um, clever play by Mark Quigley and Owen Weir in combination uh, down the side. So uh, Eamon got, got the, uh, from, from an attacking point of view, the right side of the defender, which is who hauled him down. So, And it was a well-taken penalty from, from Mark Quigley. So we're pleased with that. It worked tonight. And uh, yeah, we're in the next round, as I keep saying. So we're 2-0 we're winners tonight. And I thought possibly we could have got a goal, certainly with, with Roberto Lopez running from the halfway line. But only the keeper to beat. Uh, he won't thank me for saying it, but uh, I think he should have possibly put the game to bed uh, uh, with that chance. Just looking ahead now, injuries are going to be key to your side, especially you spoke there previously about suspensions. How are you going to regroup the players? Are they just going to be take it day by day and assess the players each week, each day? Well, it's too early to to to, um, to look at the injuries we got tonight. We three players off the pitch um, quite early in the game. But the replacements come in and done really well. So uh, injuries and suspensions are part of the game. We Paddy Kavanagh and Mark Quigley out for the Pats game. Um, we have Eamon Ben-Mohamed, who's been called up for international duty, uh, out for the Pats game. Um, and also we have the, the walking wounded tonight. Jay Kelly coming off, Derry Pender coming off, Paddy Kavanagh coming off. So, um, yeah, injuries and, and suspensions are all part of the game. We've got a squad, and I've said to the players uh, over and over again, we're only as strong as our weakest link. And uh, it will take a squad of players throughout the course of the season to, um, you know, to, to get us to where we want to be. Just looking ahead, though, to next Sunday, it's a, a Dublin derby on Sunday afternoon. The fans went home today very pleased and happy. You could see before the game, you could hear some disgruntled people. They weren't that pleased, but especially towards the late on, you could see them all stand up and clapping. Is it important now that next week you start to build some momentum ahead of Pats game, with the Pats game? Fans have been behind us all year. Um, it's difficult for them to take some of the performance that we've delivered. Um, we haven't uh, set the world alight, uh, but they've stayed with the players. And, um, you know, we're pleased for them tonight because we've got a goal or two. We're in the next round of the competition. Um, you know, it is time to, 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 to deliver. Um, hopefully that will be the injection of confidence that we need. Um, you know, from the players' point of view, they, you know, winning is a habit and uh, winning breeds confidence. So, um, yeah, listen, we'll, we'll, we'll see how we are uh, over the weekend prepare properly for the Pats game and hopefully put on a performance that is uh, you know, fitting of, 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 of I suppose the occasion, Dublin Derby against Pats, we were disappointed uh, how we played um, against them in the, in the uh, tour game of the season in inch core so um, I think we've got a little bit to prove And so on to Pats they were rather mean at the weekend as they hit 8 yes, 8 goals past Pike Rovers who were simply too slow for the professionalism and the speed and the quickness of the Saints Aaron Clark caught up with the winning manager, Liam Buckley, following the game. Liam Buckley, we're here after an impressive 8-0 victory. Your side made sure that there was no complacency, especially against an non-league side. That must have been pleasing. Yeah, but if you have complacency in a cup game, you can be in trouble. So, from Ireland, we had to give them their due respect. Uh, they played Sheriff last weekend. It was fairly tight in the Aviva. Um, in fairness, I thought we played quite well today. They had a match midweek, which probably didn't help them from a preparation point of view. Um, but look, I'm overall delighted. That's been a really good performance. Um, the goals is great, and we've created quite a few chances. Your side, though, you made only only made three changes from the side that put four past Finn Hart. Your side is scoring a lot of goals lately. Yeah, well, we've got quite a few injuries actually at the minute, uh, and whatever. But some of the younger lads that came in thought they great today, you know. So we have got our under 19s have been superb over the last year or two. Uh, we've got a few of them coming through, and um, you know, I'm just delighted for them to come in and in such an emphatic victory from that end of it, and they've all played well. Jamie McGrath done well for his first, uh, sorry, not Jamie McGrath, Dylan McGlade done well for his first competitive start. 
Yeah, listen, the top player. Um, we've got, as I say, there's probably seven, eight, nine uh, these young lads that are banging on the door from a 14 perspective. But Dylan did great today. Uh, he's technically fantastic. Um, you know, I'm that can see him. Was there ever a, a, a thought in your eye to maybe rest a few players considering you've played balls next weekend in a Dublin derby? No. Basically, no. The bottom line is an FA Cup game. You know, we want to see ourselves in the next round. So that's it was arguably our best team we put out today. Despite despite the picking up the injuries like the Conor Byrne as you mentioned earlier, the injuries, your side were very clinical when they actually took the chances, especially the free kicks. Graham Kelly had two lovely free kicks and Billy Denny had another. Yeah, three free kicks actually. Yeah, they were, they were all very very good free kicks. In fairness, um, Kelly's were top notch. Um, the ones that went, especially the one that went in just under the crossbar. Um, but uh, look overall, look at our, our just our, our overall play was really really good today. Um, I know they struggled in patches, um, and as I said, their preparation might have been questioned because they have a midweek match before this game. But uh, from my point of view, we've worked hard. They've kept their discipline. We were professional about it. We pushed on the second half as well. Didn't sit on our lead or whatever. And I'm pleased for them all. Looking forward to next week against St. Pat's, you should have the likes of Jamie McGrath back, who obviously missed the day with college exams. Would you be as Conan Bourne? Would he have any possibility of getting back? I think Conan Bourne will be available uh, next week. He's just as a bruise at the minute. Uh, Christy Fagan's back in training. Uh, Darren Denny, there's just quite a few to be back from injury. I think next through this week at, at some stage. So you're looking forward to the game next week, especially there's not many games left before the break, so your side must be just looking to keep pushing on, especially you've had a good run of goals, as I said earlier. Yeah, we've, uh, we've a couple of games before the break, so we look at all eyes are on bowls next, next weekend. Thank you very much for your time. You're listening to The Women's National League season finally came to a close on Sunday in Tallaght Stadium, and Aaron Clark was there to catch up with the winning players and, of course, the winning manager, Will Doyle, who revealed that he is set to leave his post as manager of the back-to-back league champions due to personal reasons. Aaron also caught up with Emma Hansberry, two-goal hero Claire O'Riordan, and finally Ruth Fahey, who made a return to the Extra Time Sportscast. I'm here with Will Doyle. After side, finally got their hands on the Continental Tires Women's National League title. Give me your emotions. Ah, absolutely thrilled. Obviously, the reactions of the girls, they're delighted. I think those 10 days that we had to recover from the couple of weeks, that was obviously massive for them to get, get themselves back themselves. We actually got the train this week as well, which, which paid dividends in the end. So, absolutely delighted for the girls. You couldn't ask any more for them, especially considering you are already stretched as it was with injuries. It was seven missing from the cup final victory, so to ask the girls to pull one more performance was massive. Yeah, well, look, we took a risk on Jess as well to, to start her in the match, and we were 1-0 down when we eventually took her off after a whole 35 minutes with a hamstring injury. So, I mean, when that happened, I'm sure any other team would have just let their heads drop and the game would have been over and Shells would have walked away with it. But not this group of girls, they're way too connected and way too driven to, to let something like that stop them in their, in their obviously push for the, their own destiny Clara Reardon she hasn't scored in a few games she kept her goals for the big game didn't she? Oh well look Claire was always going to score goals I think unfortunately probably her fitness isn't where it could be and when she had such a run of games where she had to play so many matches in such a short space of time she just wasn't able to do it fatigue wise and those 10 days showed why Claire Reardon can score goals at the best of times in the big matches she took the second goal especially very, very well. She kept her composure to race through on goal. What was your thoughts, though, when you seen Nia, Nia Walsh slipping? Ah, look, it happened, the game up there as well, and I was thinking to myself, geez, don't make the same mistake again and try and make sure and get your shot on target this time. And to be fair to her, she took as many touches as it took to get the opportunity and finished it superbly. If you had been offered at the start of the season three out of four trophies, you must have been to do it a bit in someone's hands, I would say. 
Yeah, well, look, I said during the week as well that if somebody had offered me a playoff at the start of the season, that I would have taken that as well. So to be here today is absolutely fantastic. Taking, obviously, the treble is brilliant from, from our point of view as well. So gives us something to, to work towards next year. And finally, as you just mentioned a minute ago, this is your last game in charge of Wexford? Yeah, I made a decision quite a number of weeks ago that um, I had to step down for personal reasons, etc. So from my point of view, it's a great way to go out, having obviously won the league tw- title twice in a row. So uh, it's going to be hard, but it's something that from my own point of view I have to do. Two seasons though, you've been with Wexford and both seasons you've won the, the league. It must have been a very, very difficult decision though, was it? Uh, I'm not going to lie it was absolutely devastating but some things in life are a little bit more important than football so I have to make decisions that are right I'm sure though despite this being your last game that you will be in Ferry Park as much as possible to watch the girls oh look these girls I've been with them since the very outset of this league I was helping John Field from the start so I'm not going to just walk away and leave them there I'm still the development officer for Wexford hopefully so I'll still be in and out looking after them and doing whatever I can to help them progress and obviously go towards the Champions League Okay, well, I would just like to wish you congratulations and thanks for your time throughout the season and last season. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Aaron. Extratime.ie. Get in touch through Facebook or tweet us at Extra Time News. League of Ireland football is our passion. Emma Hansbury, your first Women's National League title. Give me your thoughts. Um, I, I actually, I don't know what to say. It's, it's such a brilliant feeling. It just makes... Everything the last few months were while it makes all the tough matches we had to go through in the short space of time. It just makes it so much sweeter right now, and words can't describe how I'm feeling because I am over the moon. It must be something surreal, especially considering you've, you spent the last couple of seasons with Castle Bar, and to make the move across to play Champions League, and then for this to happen, how difficult was that decision though to move? Yeah, um, when I when I moved from Castlebar, it was always it was definitely the, the toughest decision of my um, of my football career so far. Um, as you said, I played with them for four four uh, four years in the women's national league and and the, and the season before that in the Mayo league. So um, they're they're like my family. They still are um, still get on with every single one of them. Um, obviously, the move was terribly difficult, but in terms of football, I I'm so happy at Wexford Utes. Um, they're such a brilliant bunch of girls and that match it just showcases how good we are, how much of a team spirit we have going on and how close every single one of us are and we will not give up no matter what happens we will never give up. Things didn't go our way fair enough in the last couple of weeks in the league but just look at like we bounced back today and there was nothing stopping us from winning that league today. I spoke to Clara Rudin previously and she said to me that the 10-day break was huge for you as well. You were another player that I watched coming off the pitch in Talca Park. Looked mentally and physically drained. You must have used that break very well. Absolutely. Um, again, the, the, as I said, the amount of matches we had in a short space of time, it really does take over your body, both physically and I think more so mentally as a player. Um, everyone has other things going on outside of football. There's exams, there's work, there's other commitments going on outside of football. So it was such a mental thing for us. So to have that 10-day 10, 10 break, as you can see out there, it definitely stood to us today because we came out guns blazing and we did not settle that whole 90 minutes of the game. Despite coming out very well, you, you actually had to weather a storm the first half in Shelburne, and that also showed great character, especially the back four, who they stood up tall and they didn't let anything boys, especially after going one down. Absolutely, big credit goes to our, our back four, and of course, Tamara, our keeper, she pulled off a top class save at the end of the game. That kept us in it, that kept our heads up, and that drove us even further to not let them concede and not let, to not let them come back. We did not want them to score. There was nothing stopping us from winning, and I think everyone as a unit today, particularly defensive 
unit worked their socks off and they pulled us through the game. And like a team, we got everyone through it at the end of the day. Just for yourself, though, away from Wexford Youths, you're in around the Ireland squad when you were at Castlebar, but this year you actually made your first appearance and got your first cap. That must have been another pleasing thing for you. Absolutely, um, it was. It was. It was a brilliant feeling. Obviously, um, you work your way through up through the ranks underage. So I came up on, on through the underage system and and to finally get my senior cap. It was a very special moment for me. Um, I waited a couple of years for it, but they're not giving out easily. You have to work your ass off in there, and you have to show that you want it and show that you're ready for that jump up to senior level. For me, I was delighted to get it, but hopefully now in the next couple of years I, I can push on even more so and just recently you've been named the player of the month for April that must be pleased absolutely yeah yeah it's it's another nice nice little thing to add to today um in April as I said we had a we had a massive amount of games as well in April but it was nice to get it um I definitely wouldn't have got it without the team. Um, I was just one of one of a whole squad there. They could have picked anyone, any of the starting eleven, any of the subs, because everyone who comes on makes an impact for Wexford Youths. So at the end of the day, um, winning the league was was the most important thing. It's it's nice to get, but um, we got what we wanted today. And now you have another trip to the Champions League. Absolutely, yeah. So the end of August. So of course we've uh, a short wee break, a couple of weeks off, and then uh, we're looking forward to getting back and training for the Champions League. And hopefully this time we can go on and even make a make a bigger impact in Champions League this time do you think though the fact that the season will start slightly earlier will help for the Champions League uh, I think it will yeah absolutely um, match fitness obviously will be up there thereabouts um, so it's great to get the few matches in before we get away uh, we can only look to it as an advantage there's no point thinking of it in any other way it is what it is so we just got to get on with it thank you very much and enjoy your celebrations you're listening to Extra Time I'm here with Clara Rudin after Wexford Youth's Bet Shells 2-1 in the Continental Tours Women's National League playoff. Clare, they scored two goals in the cup final. Uh, sorry, a playoff final. You'd have taken that at the start of the day? Yes, definitely. Um, you know, it, it just takes so much work. Like At the end of the day, I was just the, the last player to touch the ball before I went into the net, but the effort that the girls and everyone put in was just phenomenal. You know, We kept fighting to the very end, even when we went a goal down. We just kept going, and uh, I'm just glad it paid off. Your side though, and especially in the first half, you had to weather a big storm from Shelburne. They come out all guns blazing. As you spoke to me the week, you said that's exactly what you expected. But your side coped very well with Leanne Kern in the first half. The four at the back, they were exceptional, weren't they? Yeah, um, you know, we identified her as uh, one of Shell's threats, and um, we looked to counteract that, and I think we've done it very well. Uh, again, as I said, Shell's did uh, come out all guns blazing. It's exactly what we were looking for. I do think it took us a, a while to get going. Um, but there, the last seven minutes of the first half, we really we got going, we got the goal, and then we just we carried on then into the second half with it. The second goal came at a crucial time. You weren't giving up any ball that come forward. You were battling and battling. But to see the opportunity that presented itself, what was your thoughts on when, the, when you were through one on one with Amanda McCullen? That I wasn't going to miss this time. Yeah, you know, like <clears throat> I've been one on one with her in uh, in other situations and. It's either it's it, there's only going to be one winner side of her or me. Um, thankfully, it was me on the day. Um, but I, I'm just delighted. I, something that I could give to the girls. It's it's something that I was focused on doing uh, throughout this game, and um, I'm just I'm just thrilled. I watched you walk off the pitch in Tiger Park 11 days ago. You looked mentally broken, physically fatigued. The 11 day break must have been huge for you. It was massive. Like it's something as I said that we were really longing for. Uh, I don't think it was long enough, um, but look, it's the end of the season. You know, we've been going for a real long. We've gone for 11 months now, and you know, like it showed. Like we're, we're, we weren't, 
we couldn't go that 100% that we needed, but we we get, we managed the game uh, to to suit us, and it was, it was just fantastic. 710 people turned out for today's game. Unbelievable! I am delighted, and I'm so thankful for every single person that has come to show their support for this Wexford Jutes team. They're coming literally from every side of the country because there's not there's about I don't know about seven players from Wexford, and like we're branching from everywhere. I had my family and friends up from Limerick. There's players, there are people coming to us from Galway. There's some Cork players here, I'm sure somewhere. It's just it was phenomenal. Just moving away though from today, earlier in the week you were put in the team of the year, that must have been pleasing, especially to show that your goals have been recognised. Uh, yeah, well, they were recognised to an extent, um, but look, they weren't going to count for anything, only one thing, and that was going towards the Women's National League today, and that was what I was focused on. Yeah, I was delighted to make the, the team of the season uh, for the second year, you know, it's been recognised for doing something well, and I, I'm, I'm glad for that, but... Um, at the end of the day, this, this this trophy, this is what it's all about. This is all, this is all, this was going to take us in Champions League. As you speak just there about Champions League, second season in a row in the competition, do you feel that your side learned an awful lot from last year's and you'll be looking to push on again this year? We learned so much. It was just, it was unbelievable how much we learned. Like, not only the players, but the management and even some of the supporters that came over with us, you know, they were able to get a look for it as well. Um, but, I think we'll be a little bit more organised. Uh, I think it's probably going to help that uh, the season's going to be started back before the Champions League qualifiers are on. Um, so look, we're just gonna we're gonna go away. We're gonna get our well-needed recovery that we need now, and um, we'll we'll get everything going in a couple of weeks. Uh, looking forward to next season. Thank you very much for your time and enjoy the celebrations. Thank you very much. You're listening to ExtraTime.ie. League of Ireland football is our passion. Ruth Fahey, a first Women's National League title. Yes, and it is an unbelievable feeling. Um, this is why I joined Wexford. This is why I put all those miles in. And the ups and downs of the season are totally vindicated. And that's the word of the day, vindication. I'm absolutely buzzing. You just had a huge chance, though, in Galway before you even played Shelburne on the last day to seal it. Yeah. Especially being your old club, that must have been very disappointing not to do it then. Yeah, that was a really strange day and I think people could see after the match I had a bit of a mini breakdown. Like it was just totally, it was difficult, it was a difficult day. Um, a lot of different emotions, of course. But you know what, in a strange way, maybe it was just meant to be today. Like, I don't know, didn't didn't do it that day in, in Galway. I knew the following game against Shelburne would be next to impossible. I just knew we wouldn't be physically prepared and by uh, by the last game. We were ready, and that was it. That was the the, ulti- the ultimate finish to a, a mad season, and I'm just very, very happy. To play seven games in 22 days before the break, that was just ludicrous, wasn't it? Seven and 22, was it? God, that's mental. My maths is crap, but what's that? What's that? One game every three days, that's pretty much like... That's not... It's not acceptable, you know what I mean? But you just get on with it. We... Like we said, get all that behind you. That's just the way it went. They had to finish the league. Uh, the weather was a killer. A few games got cancelled. That shouldn't have been. So be it. But you know what? I don't care. I really feel like cursing, but I won't. I don't care at the moment. I'm just so happy. We've won the league. That's what we set out to do. That was our number one goal, and we did it. So it's just unbelievable. Just looking at today, um, you were 1 0 down, and Jess Gleason went off. And moments later, it looked like you were going to go as well after taking a, a crunching challenge. <laughs> 
crunching challenge. Yeah, it was very crunching. Uh, that was it was just I was lucky. It was an impact challenge. Sometimes an impact thing is is nearly better than you know twisting twisting ligaments while you're by yourself in the pitch. So it was just a painful one, but I could run it off. So that was okay. Um, yeah, we're unlucky to lose Jess. She's had a, a tough season with injuries, but when she's in there, she does a brilliant job and. When she was off, I was able to slot back into centre-half and we brought on Bre- uh, Becky Caston, who was superb. Um, she did a man-marking job and she pulled it off brilliantly. So that's the thing, it's a squad game. It's always been about the squad, always about the team. And if someone goes off, someone steps in, someone's head goes down, someone lifts them up, that's the way it goes and it works for us. And we've won the league now. But just, this, mustn't, this must be only, what, the second or third game of the season that you've actually played in midfield. You've been a centre-back <laughs> an awful lot. I know. <laughs> I know, I was so excited to play midfield and then when I saw Jess go off I thought, right, here we go. I had to have a little chuckle because yeah, do you know in a strange way I've actually enjoyed it. I that happens often centre mids slot back into centre half as the years push on. I thought I'd wait a few years. I thought I'd be a bit older before it happened, but I've actually enjoyed playing centre half and to be honest I'm more used to playing centre half in this team at this stage after playing there the whole season, so I was very comfortable going back there today. Do you not think bringing the age factor into it is a bit of a discredit for yourself? <laughs> no, I'm old. I'm old, Aaron. Do you not get that? Not at all. Sure, I'm 28 now, pushing on. Um, I still love midfield, and any chance I get to play there, I'll give it my all. But today, um, I slotted in beside Lauren Dwyer at centre-half, and she helped me out a good bit. I really enjoyed playing beside her. We managed to, I suppose, curtail the threat of the fastest striker I've ever played against. Um, I think we did well today against her, but she's a flying, great little player. I look forward to seeing her develop over the next couple of years as well. That's what it's going to be. Well, that's my next question. Yeah. The centre-back centre pair, even the full-back and your goalkeeper, mm-hmm. you s- we held a great onslaught, especially in the first half and late in the second half. A few weeks ago, maybe the tired heads would have dropped, but today they didn't. No, we said that at the start. And in the team huddle beforehand, we said, whatever happens, our heads do not drop. And we made that commitment and, it, and we, we managed to actually stick to it throughout the ninety. Um, for once the four yeah four at the back worked for us today that's credit to our manager he made a good game plan and it worked it was effective today uh, gotta have a shout out to Lolly Conlon at the back left full 18 years of age and not a bother on her she could deal with anything that comes down her wing and then we've got Nicola on the right so experience and between myself and Lauren we're able to stifle um, the strikers that they had up there so it just worked it worked today it worked everybody put in a huge shift Linda Douglas was the best I've ever seen her in my entire life I think everyone would agree with that she was amazing very brave and look I'm just looking forward to tonight I'm going, we're going to seriously hit the town cannot wait <laughs> what about your goalkeeper though at the very end deep in injury time <laughs> Oh, tea, tea. Um, yeah, I think I'm going to have to buy her one drink or ten tonight. That's, she's superb. She really is. Uh, what a season she's had when she came in from Mary Rose. Another very young player and not a bother to her. Uh, that's it, keepers can change the game. And she did that, she kept us in it. Another season of Champions League football. I can see the smile light up straight away on your face. <laughs> I know, that just occurred to me. I just didn't think about that at all during the match or in the lead up to it. It was just after the match, I thought, yes. Another, another crack at Europe. We have one serious black mark from our last campaign, and we're going to go and make that right this year. One question about Europe, though: the fact that it's going to be a short season and starting in August, it's going to be a huge benefit for your side. It really is. Actually, we're going to probably come into the next season totally, totally match fit, which is going to be good. Um, last year was mental. We've put it behind us now. Got the league, got through it. Um, I'm, I'm confident we'll we'll make a plan to have us in the best shape possible for both Champions League and the start of the league next year. One final thing for you. Would you like to see the Champions League being played in Wexford Utes? Do you know what? I love the crack of travelling, but yeah, 
I think I'd enjoy that. I think, you know, because I'll never forget playing in 36 degree heat, couldn't breathe after five minutes. So bring it back to Wexford. We'll take the rain, the wind, and we'll hammer anyone that comes our way. 700, final question, 710 people here today. Give me your thoughts on that. That is amazing. I didn't realise um, there's actually that many people. And I know uh, when you compare with the men's, obviously we're still a couple of hundred, a couple of thousand behind. But 700 people today, I'm absolutely delighted with that. And I have to give a shout out to the Wexford supporters. The last 10 minutes when we needed them, they stood up and they really pulled us through. So thank you to all the youth supporters. Thank you to everyone that came as well, all the Shells supporters as well. They're brilliant. Finally, just like to say congratulations and enjoy the celebrations. Thank you, Aaron. I definitely will. That's going to do it for us for another edition of the Sportscast. As today's continued countdown to France and Euro 2016, our five-man team are also preparing to pack their bags and head over to the tournament, where we can also reveal that we will be broadcasting the podcast from our temporary HQ over in Paris, Bordeaux and Lille. Thanks to all the team who contributed to this episode, and of course to the players and managers for giving of their time so freely. If you have a free moment, please do get in touch and let us know what you thought, or comment, rate and subscribe on iTunes. I've been Gareth O'Reilly, and I'll chat to you again soon. You can email us at extratimelive at gmail.com. Get in touch through Facebook or tweet us at Extra Time News. 